Welcome to Friday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. I a couple stories to start with. Were you looking forward to the Joe Exotic Amazon show that was based on his life with real actors? Not really. Me either. thought it was interesting when they were casting it more than I would have wanted to watch it because Nicolas Cage was going to play Joe Exotic. Which would be a good thing. I mean, a, a, an interesting matchup. Like, he looks like him. Yeah, and he's really weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Fitting. like, I got that. That's a good... So I would watch and see who they would cast. But then I really never wanted to watch it either. I'm, I'm over it. Mm-hmm. It was interesting, but it also reminds me of COVID, like peak COVID, early COVID. <laughs> right. But Nicolas Cage is uh, not going to do it because Amazon has now shelved the Tiger King project. So it's not happening. Maybe that show just goes away, right? Yeah. But, yeah. They're still making pretty good money on Cameo, some of those people. And you can actually buy a Cameo with them holding their animal. Weird. Because oh. it's not illegal to have a lot of those animals. So I saw that this morning. Um, Lunchbox has been back for a few days now. But I, I've been talking since we've been back in the studio, which has been a few months, you know, post-COVID, about people have just gone crazy now in airports and airplanes. And that's why people are getting taped to seats and tackled. And, like, we've been caged up so long that people have now gone berserk. Lunchbox was saying this morning he now saw that since he was in Florida. I was at the airport. The dude, I mean, just sitting there waiting for the plane had been drinking so much, I guess, at a bar or restaurant in the airport. He fell over out of his chair and vomited all over the ground oh. and was laying in his vomit. In the airport. Oh, no. In the airport. Oh. And everybody's like, hey, man, you okay? And he was giving the thumbs up. Like, hey, I'm cool. Like I'm an cool. injured athlete when they're getting <laughs> carried off. Mm-hmm. And he was just laying there next to the vomit. And even the signs, like mm. before you get on the plane, the airline says, unruly passengers don't fly. And it has this whole thing like, hey, if you're out of control, we will not let you fly on our airplane. But man, that dude, I was just like... Man, Bobby's on to something. I've never seen that in my life. COVID ends. Dude's laying in his vomit. Did he get to get on the flight? I, I don't know. I didn't stick around. It wasn't I, your flight. No, no. I was getting off the plane, and he yeah. was waiting to get on. And I don't I, I don't think he got on a plane. There ain't no way. He was that bad, huh? I mean. Did he, he have somebody with him? Like no, a, by himself. Oh. No. By himself. That's sad. I, it does, because it makes me wonder. I'm like, why is he drinking yeah, so much? Yeah, what, what time of day was it? I was like uh, 6 p.m., 7 p.m. That's peak. I am feel pretty good about it. Airports, though, it doesn't matter. I see people drink at airports yeah. at like 8 a.m. Oh, yeah. There it's are like- no hours at an airport. <laughs> and you can't, yeah. if I'm right, you can't buy alcohol on an airplane right now? Right. Correct. Mm-mm. And you can't bring your own. Like, you used to be able to bring your little bottles and pour it in your drink, and they say that's a federal f- offense now. Mm-hmm. What? Okay. And people do it. They try that's, to sneak that, it. That's what I'm asking. Like, would you, though, feel like you could still sneak it and yes. get away with it and yes. not really worry about going to jail? Yes. We mm. almost got arrested for going to Ray's bachelor party because his friend is an idiot and didn't know how to sneak it. Like, he just pulls it out and starts handing it out to everybody. On the um, airplane? Yes. And I'm like, dude, just wait and just pull it out of your pocket and pour it in. He's like, hey, you need a vodka? You need a tequila? No way. And the way. flight attendant came up and was like, I need that bag right now. And he was like, no, this is all I have. And she goes, all of it now or you're going to have to get out. We're going to stop the plane. Oh. And he handed over all the bag. Yeah. Oh, man. Is that true, Ray? Yeah, it was a terrible start to the bachelor party. We had no booze the entire flight, and the Karen flight attendant, she was a little intense. No, she's she was doing, doing her, her job. job. <laughs> Karen is not yeah, someone doing not, their that's job. That's not fair to assign Karen to her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at the time, she wasn't wearing her mask. I would have appreciated that she would have kept that <laughs> okay, on. Okay, now you're going to Season finale of Breaking Bobby Bones on Sunday night at 10, 9 central. I hope you guys watch. I'm deep in the mountains of Montana trying to protect some sheep from bears and wolves. It's one of those episodes where I have to use night vision and I'm scared to death. And it's a wild episode for sure. Hope you guys watch it. I'm, thank you so much for watching all this season after this week. I'm really not promoting it anymore because it's not on. 
but it's just been a fantastic success thanks to you guys. So Sunday night, 10, 9 central, breaking Bobby Bones on Nat Geo. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, let's go over and open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Here we go. They write, hello, Bobby Bones. I just binge breaking Bobby Bones on Disney+. Plus. Can't wait for more episodes to drop. But that's not the reason I'm emailing you. I'm emailing you because I'm having this debate. I'm having it with my wife. We have three kids together, ages 16, 12, and 8. I've called my 16-year-old Snuggle Bunny since she was a kid and still continue to do so. My daughter doesn't care. She thinks it's cute. My wife, on the other hand, thinks it's time to drop the nickname. I have names like this for all my kids. To me, she'll always be my little girl. Do you think it's okay to still call my 16-year-old daughter my Snuggle Bunny? Or do you agree with my wife? Thank you, Alex. I'll, I'll, I'll reserve my opinion, uh, Amy. I'll I mean, ask you. I you have know. the closest thing it, to a 16-year-old daughter with mm-hmm. a 13-year-old daughter. Yeah, and she, I, I, I guess it would be, I'm weirded out by the email, so I guess I have to go with my feeling. <laughs> I I think that maybe he could move on from it. I'm just picturing her when she gets older, like, how when does it stop? Because then she's going to get boyfriends and she's going to go to college. Maybe she ends up getting married and then her husband's going to have to be like, did your dad just call you Snuggle Bunny? So you say move on. I say move on. Eddie? Yeah, man, you can't. I mean, you're not snuggling with her anymore. <laughs> That's creepy now. She's your 16-year-old, 13-year-old daughter, whatever. 16. You 16. Yeah. You can't call her Snuggle Bunny. That's got to go. Here's what I say. I think you're both wrong. What? Why? And I'm going to tell you why. The the non-parents. Yeah, well, I'm a, the human. This is the human talking. Okay. If both people are, if they consent to it, if both people do, then it's okay for that relationship to have that. Arkansas. The 16-year-old says, yeah, I like it. The dad says, okay, I like it. I don't care who it is. Okay. They both like it. There's, so, no, there's no reason to kick it away unless if one of them starts to feel like it's yes, it's weird. I'm not arguing it's not weird, but I'm not going to sit here and judge people. I do weird I'm not, things. I'm not judging. I just felt weird. It is weird. It, I mean, man, the wife is arguing with me. I know. It's if probably it, uncomfortable But maybe the daughter, lo- maybe the daughter loves it. No chance. Maybe no. the wife is like, I wish you would call me snuggle, buddy. <laughs> You're doing lots of maybes here. Well, hey, yeah. I'm agreeing it's weird. I have another hypothetical. If like, as long as it's consensual with the nickname and the so Guys, what stop if saying that? <laughs> it's a nickname. <laughs> but if, if the sixteen-year-old saw- likes it and says, "Hey, I like it when you call me that, Dad," okay. and then the dad's like, "Well, I like to call you that," then they they should call each other that. Huh. No. <laughs> so, so like, no, 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 but if the dad and the 16-year-old both are like, hey, we like this. We like what we have in this relationship. There's no reason that you have to stop it. Okay. It's not hurting anybody. It's making people feel better. What is so bad about what people feel good about each other? Okay. What if they both agree with it and it's a el- more elevated nickname like, um, you know, Sexy Kitten? <laughs> but it's not. It's a like dad and his daughter. Okay. Well, for you me, You just that's took how it I to feel. Sexy Kitten. <laughs> We're not close. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not even close. close. Not, it's not. <laughs> if the daughter was like, I'm fine with it, then. I, listen, I also think it's weird. But I'm not going to tell two people who love each other what they have to call and, call and not well, call each other. Well, how do you feel? What about the wife? She doesn't have a say? Hey, get over it. Kick rocks, wife. Kick a rock? It's, she's not the one in it. Okay. She's not the one in it. Maybe the wife says, hey, just don't do it in public when I'm with you. And then maybe they make a little concession. Okay, <laughs> so we'll not do it. So now they just use In secret, you're going to be my cuddle buddy, but just between you and me. Now get out of here. You can't tell ever tell a kid to keep a secret. You can't if you're the dad. No. You oh shouldn't have God. secrets no, with no, kids, no, no. Bobby. I have secrets with you. You should. 
We're not kids. We're a friend relationship. I'm a kid at heart. Some people call me Peter Pan. Adults should not ever put a kid in a situation to keep a secret. I think if the dad's like, we should talk, and it can be my our nickname, <laughs> we can keep it. That's it. You're crazy. But you're, you're creating no. creepy situations, like secrets with kids. Like, yeah, I didn't I mean, say that. I didn't say sexy kitten. I did. You have turned it into that. Okay, I turned it into I did into not that. in but any way. Secrets and kids with kids in general. But I'm not talking like- about secrets. I'm saying if they want to call it to, in just the house, that's great. No problem. I didn't turn it into anything like that. That's you hypothetically going, okay, let's talk. Is, what if it's sexy? No, it's well, a dad no, and a daughter. No, I was just like trying to come up with a point because you were like, as long as the daughter says it's okay and the, and the yes. husband, but the daughter's just used to it because he's been saying that just, since she was little. Okay. Eddie, Eddie's 13 year old calls him daddy. What? Yeah, that's weird to me too. Okay, <laughs> now, now he calls him Big D. Okay. okay. How cool is that's that? Even worse, dude. That's like Snuggle Bunny. <laughs> that's not How cool is that? You're a hypocrite, Eddie. No, you're a hypocrite. No, he calls you you Eddie does not call you Big hey, D. It's not in secret. He, <laughs> he says it out loud. And then theirs isn't in secret either. Okay. okay. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Morgan, if people want to email us about their nicknames with their kids <laughs> or anything else, what do they do? They hit up mailbag at bobbybones.com. There you go. This will be a fun segment. Uh, Eddie and I, the Raging Idiots, are playing the New York State Fair on August 20th. And so we play, we headline the stage at 2 o'clock, which is a Friday. And then Nas, the rapper, headlines at 8 p.m. It's kind of a weird concert. Yes. The Raging Idiots and one of the most famous rappers ever, Nas. The next day, it's 98 Degrees, the boy band, and Brothers Osborne. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. Again. Yeah, we love that. Kind of a weird, uh-huh. awesome would like to watch both of them, frankly. The next day, it's Foreigner and Train. And then it just keeps going, where it's just these odd pairings. And then there was this thing in Atlanta where George Strait and Metallica are doing a show over two nights. Yeah. You saw that, right? Quite the difference. So if you had to put together kind of a different concert where you put two people up that have nothing in common, who would it be? Eddie, you're first. I mean, for sure, Garth Brooks, probably one of the greatest concerts I've ever been to. So give me Garth. And then on the same bill, my favorite band in the whole wide world, Pearl Jam. Yeah! That would be interesting. Right? And I think both of the crowds can stay and watch both shows because they would feel each artist. Like so different, but you think they'd... Hmm, interesting. Garth and Pearl Jam. Obviously, Pearl Jam would open for Garth. No, no, no. I think Garth would open for Pearl Jam. There's no way. That's my bill, my festival. That's what I would People would leave. No chance. Garth's bigger than Pearl Jam. I know, and they would be like, do we need to stay for Pearl Jam? And then this song, Turn It Up Ray, would come on and be like, guys, we're staying. We're not going anywhere. You're out of your mind. But okay, oh, your okay. concert. All right. I, okay, since you have Garth, I'm removing him from my list. Because I got a few I'm tinkering with over okay. here. Amy, yours? I'm going with George Strait, because he's my favorite. And I'm not picturing two totally different type concerts. Like, I'm picturing, you know, every other song. They go back and forth. They collab a little. And it's Justin Bieber. I got my peaches out wow. in Georgia. Amy, that's good. Interesting. I mean, can you picture George singing Peaches? You won't. Yeah, he would. <laughs> no Eddie, chance. this is my concert. All right, right, I know, right. but that's a good point. He won't. He, but still. He I, will. Or maybe he strums along. Fine. Justin Bieber would be like Amarillo by morning. That's better. Yeah. Wow. It'd be so good. Morgan, what do you have over there? Your odd concert. Well, I love Shania Twain. Everybody knows that. So it'd be Shania Twain. But my other favorite concert ever was Bruno Mars. So it'd be Shania Twain and Bruno Mars. That's cool. That'd be good. That's cool. I think mine, I think they would actually get along, like each other. I feel like I'm going to guess. And be inspired to play together. Go ahead. Okay, John Mayer. No. Oh, what? 
Hmm, I know mind. it. Because I think John Mayer fits okay, with fine. anything. John okay. Mayer has has played country. I, so. there, what's your genres? One's country. Okay, Keith oh. Urban. Hmm. Old Dominion. Okay, no, we're, not, we're not guessing anymore. <laughs> you want to take one shot at it? No, nah, I'm, I'm way off now. I was going to do Creed and Nickelback, but... <laughs> <laughs> but those aren't two totally different. Yeah. I think those that may be the same band. Yeah. They changed their name. Okay, listen. Hmm. I, Chris Stapleton. Okay. Wow. Okay, so okay. Everybody loves Stapleton. Yeah. Like, love, love Stapleton. And I would put Chris Stapleton and Coldplay. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that would be good. And I think I think they could do like an MTV on like our Santi Crossroads together even. Mm-hmm. That's actually very doable. Because I think they both would love and respect each other's music. Yes. But the crowds would be brought together and be like, I don't know if I like Coldplay or I don't know if I like Chris Stapleton. <laughs> and then they would, <laughs> and they English. would be like, just the greatest night ever. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, Stapleton sure. opening up for Coldplay. I liked Amy's idea of them yes. playing together. Thank you. What the whole show together, huh? Yes, it's like a Stapleton thing. can play guitar with them. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, I'm going to stay up with the Coldplay. Also on this bill at the uh, fair, there is um, Nelly and Third Eye Blind. Oh, wow, that's cool. Not together, but like, yeah. But if you guys want to come to this Raging Idiots in Syracuse, August 20th, that's when we will be playing the show, 2 p.m. Is Nas going to play with us at all? I don't think he's going to be there. Okay. <laughs> uh, just, <laughs> I can check. I don't think he's going to be there. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Dan and Shay announced a new album called Good Things. To celebrate the big announcement, they released the title song. Here it is. I hope you think good things. Justin Lynch released two new songs, Not Every Cowboy and Pasadena. Here's one of them. Nico Moon announced his Good Time project. Here's the song Small Town State of Mind he shared with the news. And Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Joe Ross is a pitcher for the Washington Nationals, and he's on the mound in San Francisco pitching against the Giants last week, and his dad's in the stands watching. His dad happens to be a doctor, and he looks over, and there seems to be a lady in distress, and she's choking on a hot dog. Well, old Dr. Ross went over there and said, Heimlich maneuver, she spit out the hot dog. Dang. And guess what? She's a recently retired nurse. Wow. Choking on the hot dog, and he just happened to be watching his son play some baseball. There was another story similar-ish 
Or the car was going to pull over and they had a bag of weed and they tried to swallow us. So they would get in trouble and they choked on it and the cop had to give them the Heimlich and save their life. Oh, is this wow. Cheech and Chong? It's not Cheech and Chong. Okay. Is this Super Troopers? No. <laughs> Why would you? This is I a mean, real news story. Those oh. happen to those things? Yeah, they had to eat yeah, the drugs. Yeah, oh, I knew they tried to eat it. People eat stuff all the time yeah. to hide oh. it. But they ate it, but the bag wouldn't go all the way oh down. My oh my gosh. And so <laughs> it was choking and the cop had to pull them out and give them the Heimlich. So if you eat it in the bag, it would stay in the bag, so then you're not going to get high? <laughs> Possibly. It depends on the bag. Yeah. Because some people will swallow balloons to, you know, mule stuff. Yes. And then it comes out if it's in the balloon doesn't get into your bloodstream. Right. But so if the balloon pops, which has been the case before, then and if you, it's a lot of it, you can die. You die. Mm-hmm. Wow. Did pops, they arrest those people die. after the, the Heimlich? The, um, let's see. I, I didn't finish reading it. <laughs> yeah. I, I just thought, well, what, what the heck of a story. <laughs> That's oh. pretty crazy. And I just stopped there yeah. and I was like, on to the next I just kept scrolling. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, Alright, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. <laughs> An undefeated Amy with a record of 8-0. Is up. This is her last match before she goes back to just being Fun Fact Friday. Because she's played everybody. She's taking down Eddie, Lunchbox, Morgan number two, Raymundo, Bay, Ray's wife, oh, wow. Scuba Steve, phone screener Abby, plus a listener who called to challenge her. Now there's one, as they say in video games, there's one final boss. It's me. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah. You're Bowser. Oh, I'm Bowser. There. That's, <laughs> if Amy goes undefeated... We're retiring the Fun Fact Friday face-off. It's back to just Fun Fact Friday. Oh, wow. it'll, it'll be anyway. But I never thought I would be in this, but I was asked if I would come on and be the final boss. And I will take on Amy, the <laughs> queen of facts. Our judging panel today, he's back after suspension. We, we trust that he will judge with integrity. Lunchbox. Yes. My, integrity is my middle name. You're I back. don't know about all that. Eddie. <laughs> You're back as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Good. yeah. Well, I never went anywhere, but okay. I know, but you're, you're back this week. Yeah, I'm back. And also, Morgan number two. You'll be judging the fun Ooh, facts. Wow. Right. We will go down them one by one. They're each a battle against each other. The person gets the point if they have the better fun fact. You ready? Ready. Fun fact Friday face-off. It's Amy, the undefeated champion, versus Bowser Bobby. Yeah. Morgan, do you get the Bowser reference? Yeah, that's okay. from Mario, okay. right? Mario. Oh, Mario. <laughs> Mario. Mario. He's Mario. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Fun fact Friday. Yay! I'm staring. I'm staring you down like at a. I know. At, like I'm at like, a fight. Like you know when the two fight, yeah, UFC yeah, fighters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to decide where to start. Well, it's like, you're hey, making her nervous already. Be, I am. Be strategic. Don't mm-hmm. pick bad to start because if I jump up in a lead, I'm I'm, I'm running. I'm, oh. I'm not trying to pick bad. I'm going in a sprint. Let's go. To start. Number one. So Michael Jackson was a virtuoso composer. He wasn't able to read music or play instruments at all, really, but he wrote parts of songs in his head by singing and beatboxing into a tape recorder, and he would use the entire arrangement, every part, all in his head and play it out, and then that would be what they would form into the music. Yeah, pretty cool. All right. Um, I will go now. Have you guys seen Back to the Future? Yes. Yeah. It's good, huh? Great yeah. movie. The time machine in Back to the Future is what? A DeLorean. That crazy yeah, car. car. Yeah, Yeah. So, originally, it was not a DeLorean. When they wrote the movie, they made it a refrigerator. Now, why do you think they had to change the refrigerator? Because it got cold when it because traveled? Because kids would lock themselves in it. Oh. Trying to shut it and travel oh. time. Oh. So, the director had to go, we can't use a refrigerator because you have a bunch of kids dying, like, locking themselves in a refrigerator. Oh, so, they sad. changed it to the DeLorean. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. And, or just getting locked in there in general. There you go. Hmm. One to one. Let's go over to Morgan with the first. Morgan, which one is more interesting to you? Well, I have not seen Back to the Future. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Amy because I do remember Michael Jackson a lot. So. Okay. Down one. Bones, that was pretty risky. 
What was? Just knowing that she was so young and wouldn't know. I, I'm just playing to what I think is the okay. most interesting. I, I can't play the crowd here. Because okay. when I do that. But you know the Michael Jackson thing's interesting. You know it. It's fair. I do the same thing with the Raging Idiot songs. Um, <laughs> what? No, <laughs> now he's comparing himself to Michael Jackson. Not, not always. Don't. No. Nope. Nope. Uh, he is. They both write songs yeah. and. Uh, Lunchbox. Look, Michael Jackson, I don't even know what you told me. That he didn't know how to play an instrument. It was, well, you weren't. Okay. That was boring. All right. All right give me the DeLorean. Eddie? I'm going to be honest, guys. Both of those were pretty C+. Plus. Um, All right. I'm going to go with Bobby, though, because Back to the Future is more interesting to me. The whole songwriting thing, it's like, okay, great. But you're, a, you're in a band. I know, but still. It sounds pretty normal. I think that's what people do. And just so you know, I picked a C plus one because she picked a C minus one. <laughs> I got you. It's got all you. strategy over here, baby. I you think you. I went with the big gun first? <laughs> no? Boom. Okay. All right. I'm up, up next. Uh, Number two. Ever heard of somebody named... Dolly Parton? Yes. I have. Of course. You have. Do you love her? Oh, love her. Right. Yeah. You know the song right here? It's a good one. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. How fun is this? So, she had her breasts insured for $600,000. Each breast was insured for $300,000 each. This is wow. from a- This is from ABC News. Love it. Dolly Parton naturally insured two of her biggest assets, said the news story, her breasts, which were 40 double D back in the 70s. So, if anything happened to her, she still would make money. Yes. So each breast was insured for $300,000. Amy, just give up. <laughs> I mean, okay. That's bringing double hammers. Amy? I mean, yeah. well, female kangaroos have three vaginas. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> that's, oh pretty, that's pretty solid, though. Oh Easy, lunchbox. Oh that's pretty oh solid. <laughs> yep. That's pretty solid. Uh, I want to know more. The female kangaroo has three <laughs> vaginas. <laughs> And when they're giving birth, the baby comes out of the middle one. All right. Whoa. <laughs> Amy, I'm glad you didn't give up. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> wow. I'm saving that one, but. Dolly Parton, hey, she insured her. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah no, we okay. heard that. We heard that. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, Mo- <laughs> Mor- <laughs> Morgan. I don't even know how to choose which one. <laughs> Come on, Morgan. Two. Choose which one, though, you really would tell somebody if you were at a party. If you were at a party, you know you're talking about how kangaroos have three vaginas. No, you're not. Definitely not. That was definitely an interesting fact. But the fact that Dolly is so valuable, each boob is worth money, like... uh, 300000 Yeah. I'm sorry. I have to go, Bobby. Lunchbox? Man, guys, Bobby brought double hammers, and then Amy comes in, and I got to say, three is better than two. (laughs) But they're on a kangaroo. (laughs) Three are better than two. Give me Amy. I'm now grossed out. (laughs) Yeah, the fact that he's so excited about this. (laughs) Oh, tell me you didn't put a smile on your face, Eddie. Put a smile on your face. Let's go. Guys, you all are bringing the battle. I mean, the dollies was good. But kangaroos, Bones, that's mind-blowing. They have three of them? Give me the kangaroos. Dang. Uh, <laughs> I mean, good battle, guys. That was Round two was good. Mm-hmm. Oh. I hate that. that. I really was counting on a point there. <laughs> she, she, she came hard with the kangaroo. Amy, go. Okay, I, this is just kind of an encouraging story, especially for women out there. So there's this woman, Julia Stewart. She started working as a waitress at IHOP when she was 16 years old. Years later, she eventually became the president of their competitor, Applebee's. But then get this. Don't, don't do that. 
No, what no. do we do? You snored. That's rude. No, <laughs> don't look at me. Don't sorry. look at me. Did you hear them Did snoring? You snor- don't look at me. I don't know was where it came you? from. I thought it was one of them. No, wow. it was not this I table. Feel like, I feel like I have to throw it, and that's like a. This is like I a, didn't do anything. This is like a, read, a warning, your, red flag. That was your story. Rude. Yeah, where did you go? Where's the story going? Well, <laughs> <laughs> finish your story. Like she had a career. You know, this is okay. She worked at IHOP. She went to Applebee's. Then Applebee's <laughs> didn't offer her the position of CEO, so she left. Then she became the CEO of IHOP, made a bunch of money, and went back and bought Applebee's wow. and was like, what now? And then she had three vaginas. Oh, yeah, I mean, that would, that would win it. Yep. Well, I just thought that this was an empowering <laughs> that, story of that like... That kangaroo one did not. It was a good yes, one. I got a question. Was this tell me something good or fun facts? That was a little bit of both. I liked it. All right. Yeah, I liked okay. it. Um, I, I also, I, I like your style. I like where you're going. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and... I, Kind of jobs, old jobs. You guys familiar with a guy named President Ronald Reagan? <laughs> yeah, I've heard of, him. heard of him. Good president, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. I guess. He worked as a lifeguard for seven summers as a teenager, and during his time, he had 77 saves. Wow. Saved almost more people than anyone in the entire state. Oh, I do like that. But did he become CEO of the lifeguard? He became CEO of America. Okay. Yes, he did. Uh, yes, he did. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, Morgan. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, not a not a great round there for either. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Amy, female empowerment. I'm I'm oh. here for it, so I'm going with Amy. What? I did. Eddie? Dude, I was a lifeguard. I mean, I, oh, I had two I two saves. One was a uh, three saves. One was a double. I love the Ronald Reagan story. Seventy what? Seven saves? Amazing. Seventy seven. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Lunchbox. I mean, the saves. woman went. I don't even know where she went. She went. I hop Applebee's. I hop back to Applebee's. I don't even know what the point of the story was. Seventy seven saves. Is the incredible. point was she didn't give up. Yeah. Never. And give she up. wasn't. Yeah. And then she went back and she was like, Hey, I now I'm gonna just buy you. Thanks for not hiring me. Uh, give it to Bobby. Okay. There okay. We go. <laughs> I just based mine off of what you did. So let's just. That was my, I, that's I, yeah. That was like. Oh, see, listen. I just. I, th- I, th- I thought. Thought it was encouraging. I do. It is very encouraging. Yes. Tell me something good. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, okay. We do, we do that at 55. All right, go. <laughs> go. It's your turn. He was about to go. Number four. You guys heard a little song called Here we go. Sweet Home Alabama? Oh, yeah. I have heard of that one. Sweet Home Alabama. I mean, you associate that with this is the state of Alabama. When, when I've been down to Alabama football games, like, I watched Arkansas get pummeled by Alabama a couple times. It's not a good thing. They play this when the team walks in. Three members, or the members of Leonard Skinner who wrote Sweet Home Alabama, um, two were born in Florida, one was born in California. The song was recorded in Georgia. They had absolutely no relation to Alabama whatsoever. Mm. Amy, you're up. Well, since, like, the encouraging stories aren't working, I'll just tell you about the time uh, that Napoleon was buried without his penis. So, during the autopsy, the doctor allegedly (laughs) decided to take Napoleon's penis, presumably as a bizarre souvenir. The doctor gave it to a priest for safekeeping, and the priest smuggled the part of the body with him and left. And then after that, little Napoleon has been passed down as sort of a perverse family heirloom for decades. He is little. No, no. No, The little little Napoleon. (laughs) The little part. All right. Amy went two anatomies. Yes, 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 yes. And I mean, I tried to tell tell like a uplifting, great story, and then you make me tell the penis. One. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had to do it. Morgan, Amy's made me laugh, and I can't stop thinking about it. So, Amy, 
you laugh because we laughed. <laughs> Eddie. I mean, the Napoleon thing's pretty crazy. Like, <laughs> little Napoleon got stolen? That's no, crazy. Well, it, no, guys, it got cut off. Yeah, and taken by the priest. Imagine uh, when you die. Sorry, Bones, I'm going Amy. Lunchbox? I just got to say, give me the penis. <laughs> what? He, that's, he wants it. Interesting. All right, Amy, last one. I mean, one. now I just, I don't even know where to start. Do you have a good one left? It's all strategy here. Do you have a good one or no? I feel like the music one could have got me a win there. Like, I feel like I have a good one. I mean, my mind is blown by it. I mean, because I just yeah. didn't know this, but... What body part is it going to be? It's not... It's it, those are Amy's two no, wins. No, this is very <laughs> PG. Okay, so. go ahead. Number five. Home teams in basketball wear white uniforms because the home team has access to laundry facilities. So by wearing gray or another dark color, visiting teams, they were better able to conceal the stains that accumulated on their uniforms during a series. So that is why... That it's like that. And I had no idea. I thought that they just assigned colors. Well, also in other sports, like football for the most part, home teams wear dark. Yeah. They wear the dark jerseys. Yeah. Why? Which makes... Because that makes... Uh, which not, makes your fun fact not very But true. I just... I said <laughs> that basketball. Was, that was your championship one. Yeah. I said... Well, it was interesting I know. It is, it is inter- that's I mean, I, I was about to go with another tell me something good type one, but it's lost on y'all. All right. Well... Okay. I want to. I I have to go with. I have a lot of fun ones here, but I'm gonna go with. I mean, I'm I gonna got, go with my heart mm-hmm. because this includes two things that I know two people on the show will really find funny. All right, Eddie, we got or, or or interesting <laughs> or just interesting. Yeah, why did I do that? Because these guys don't care. Or, Even you're questioning right now. Like you already gave up on your. Yeah. You gave up on your fun fact so, halfway through. I'm gonna play a song that I think only Eddie will know. But follow me on this. All right. um, this is Al Green, and the song is called "Take Me to the River." Have you heard that, Eddie, ever? Of course I have. It's, this is an old school song. People loved it back in the 70s. Made him a decent amount of money. But the thing that made the most money, millions of dollars for Al Green with this song, was Billy the Bass singing it. Mm. When you push the button on Billy the Bass and his mouth comes up and yeah. goes, take, take me, me to the, the river. river. He made more money off that than having a hit in the 70s. You remember that one? I Box? love Billy the yeah. Bass. Billy the Bass was awesome. That was the coolest thing ever. So, we do, are we talking Tide with Bleach Balls, or are we talking Billy the Bass here? Yeah. All right, Morgan. <laughs> Billy the Bass, my dad had one, so we got that one. Eddie? I mean, who doesn't love Billy the Bass? Come on, hit the button. Take me to the river. Let's Lunch go. Bugs. I mean, who doesn't love laundry? Nobody! Give me Billy the Bass! <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Interesting. Okay, let us say this. Mm-hmm. You, did, you, were, you ended up being eight and one. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic record. Yep. You are the greatest fun factor of all time with a record of 8-1. Mm-hmm. I, I just came in and threw a couple facts out there. Mm-hmm. You have my full respect. Thank you. And I think about that kangaroo. like It's like almost like whack-a-mole when the baby's coming out. I'm not going to forget about that Me either. Never. <laughs> like, there was only one fun fact that could have beat Dolly, and she found it. <laughs> that was it. And you know what? Good for you. Good job, mm-hmm. Amy. So I will take the victory here, but... It's kind of an exhibition match. You should you are, be so humble. You are the champion. What? No, you beat an undefeated team. <laughs> you know, sometimes you You're just like get the, lucky. <sighs> sometimes you just get... But, but... Oh! You're unbelievable. <laughs> Next week, you'll be back to Fun Fact Friday. Yes. Okay. There it is. There she is. Amy, everybody. 8-1 yeah. yeah. record. Yeah. Bye. The Here's Amy's pile of stories. Okay, I got to tell you about campfire cones. I saw this on the news, and I was like, whoa... This is genius. People need to know about it. Campfire cones? Yes. So okay. picture it. You're around a campfire. 
You're, it's like you're making s'mores. You can put marshmallow on the little wire hanger. You put it in the chocolate. But instead of putting it in between graham crackers, you stuff it down inside a waffle cone. Genius. Is that some TikTok thing they showed us? I mean, they show you more cool things on TikTok where they're like, how did you not know? I know. You can put a whole backpack full of water in your stomach <laughs> and get it on an airplane because people will believe you're pregnant. It, listen, it may, they may have gotten uh, the word out through TikTok, not sure, but it's from a lifestyle blog called Hip to Save. That's pretty cool. You just take a waffle cone and cook it with the stuff in it. Legit. Yeah. Yeah. All you need is uh, the waffle cone, ice cream cones, and then you can get marshmallows, peanut butter cups, chocolate bars, Reese's, Rolos. Whatever. Maybe you want to do a little strawberries, blueberries, something like that. That's an option, too. Okay. Campfire cones. A back-to-school trend that we might see happening is kids raiding their parents' closets. According to a survey, 60% of kids admit to stealing one of their parents' old outfits to wear to school. And it's like kind of this thing. I mean, my daughter, she's been wearing stuff out of my closet. And I'm like, where did you, where, how, where, you need to, are you going to ask me if you can wear that? But then part of me just loves that she wants to share. So I don't make a big deal out of it. I think though, this is every generation. For sure. At some point, everything old is new and cool again. I used to steal my dad's Hawaiian shirts. I used to steal my dad. Oh no, I guess it oh, wasn't my God. God. <laughs> I knew you were about to do that. <laughs> yeah. Dang, that's funny. I guess you can, we can go ahead and explain to any new listeners. No, we don't need to. I didn't have a dad. You left me when I was five, four right. or five there years you go. old. That's and, the explanation. Well, and then when I was like 12 or 13, Arkansas Keith came in for a few years and was like my stepdad. And he's the man. He's Yeah. But then sometimes Bobby will handle things with humor. But we don't have to do this speech every time. Then the, just the listeners that know can know. If, okay. Well, I-Y-K-Y-K. Oh, if you know, you know. Yeah. If you know, you know. Yeah. Every time I see that, like, if I see on Instagram and someone does it, I have to sound it out. I'm like, yep, you. Oh, yeah. If you know, you know. Got it. <laughs> I-Y-K-Y-K. <laughs> okay. This is cool. I got a shout out to Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood because Jimmy and Ros- Rosalind Carter, they were celebrating their 75th wedding anniversary. Which, by the way, is a great story in itself. Yeah. Yes. Long They've time. been married 75 years Amazing. and they're both alive. Yes. 75 years. Jimmy Carter's 96, by the way. Rosalind's 93. Anyway, Garth and Trisha hooked them up with a red convertible that was built in 1946, the year they got married. I mean, that wasn't cheap. Isn't that the most thoughtful thing ever? Wow, but can they drive it? Who cares? Put it in your garage. They can maybe be taken. You can be driven in it. Oh, didn't think about that. Which is even cooler, actually. I wonder. What if they can drive? No chance. Someone saw Jimmy Carter that I know on an airplane flying uh, commercial. Two years ago? The ex-president? Yeah. What? In the 90s. Yeah. Saw him flying commercial and said he was moving around pretty good for a 93-year-old, 94-year-old guy. Did he have, like, secret service with him? I don't, I, don't, I didn't ask a lot of questions. I was just like, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this is amazing. There's a doctor named Eleanor Love. Her last name fits this story perfectly. And she shows up to weddings, even when she's not invited to at all whatsoever. And she collects all the flowers that are just going to be left over. And then she takes them back to the hospital with her and spreads them out to the patients there. (laughs) 
That's cool. I hope she lets them know ahead of time she's coming, though. And does she go after the wedding's <laughs> over, like, the day <laughs> of after? Of course. Well, I don't know if it's a day after. Midway but... through. I'll take that, please. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so she started, a, you know, a little group called The Simple Sunflower, and now she has more than 2,000 volunteers that are set up on the email list so people can be involved in various ways, whether they want to collect them from the weddings, they want to deliver them to the hospital, maybe they are getting married themselves and they can donate them. But it all started with when she was a medical student. She would go to weddings and do this and it's just evolved over the years so that's cool Pretty i cool. like the idea mm-hmm. for sure she reaches out and goes i'm taking the flowers yeah. May the I story l- said uninvited, so I don't know about it. <laughs> May <laughs> I leave you with this note. Oh, Please leave us with this. Yes. One study found that viewing plants helps reduce pain levels, anxiety, and fatigue in patients recovering from surgery. Nice. Love it. There you go. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Lunchbox's question is, do you have to tip a dog sitter? Because you had a dog sitter for a while? Yeah. First time I'd ever hired a dog sitter, just like someone I didn't know. I usually just have friends watch my dog. And so I hired a dog sitter, and when it's time to pay... How many days? Just uh, days. Five days, more yeah, than Yeah, five days, yeah. at least. So you paid. Paid, but then I'm like, am I supposed to add a tip on top of that payment for her watching my dog? And I was just like, man, I don't know the etiquette, and so to be safe, I didn't tip. No, no, that's <laughs> not being safe. <laughs> to be safe, no, you yeah. should No, tip. that's not... If you don't know, I mean, that, you don't have. He's just he's saying not, it wrong. So yeah. And maybe in his world, to be safe, you just <laughs> to be safe, save my money. <laughs> um, okay, so Eddie, Amy, let's all say yes or no. If you would have t- tipped the five day dog sitter, one, two, three, yes. yes. I'm thinking because I, I honestly don't think I do tip my dog sitters. Hmm. Well, I would say if you don't know them and it's five days and if there's a possibility you will use them again, uh-huh. that you do throw a little, a little extra on there just for that going, hey, I got you because you're going to have me in the future too. It's an investment. Yeah. Investment in people. It's the best investment you can make. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I thought of it as like if they don't get tipped from other clients, I don't want to, to set a bad precedent where then the other clients You feel- weren't looking out for other clients. You ain't fooling anybody with that. No. Man. And I if, they, I, if they do get tipped from other clients and you didn't, they probably won't feed your dog oh. next time they're there. They're like, yeah, I got it covered. And they watch them just sit there and be hungry. Oh, that's mean. But yeah, I, it was just a weird, it was a weird moment in my life. I was like, man, I don't know what to do here. You're fine not. Okay. But to be safe But to next be safe, time. you should throw a 20 on there. Whoa! For five days? It's a long time for dogs. Five days? You're right. It's four bucks a day. Okay. Okay, let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. Why do melons always get married in church? Why do melons always get married in church? Because they cantaloupe. Been pretty good. Nice. (laughs) Pretty good. (laughs) That was the morning corny. All right, Raymundo came to me this morning and said, hey, I think I'd like to share with our listeners what to watch out for if they go on a beach vacation at all this summer. So that's happening right now. A lot of folks are going on vacations. Maybe go to Florida, coast, California. I don't know where you are. South Carolina. Ray, what did you want to share with our listeners? Yeah, the more you know. So if you're going to a beach place where you're taking a beach bag or you're leaving stuff in the room with the maid service, do not take your wedding ring with you. The guy's ring really doesn't matter, but the woman's wedding ring is worth thousands of dollars. So a lot of people are leaving them at home because they could sell it, pawn it, and make a lot of money from it. So there's... There have been a lot of thefts of wedding rings, engagement rings, in hotel rooms. Correct. So, 
My wife goes, hey, we need to buy one of these fake wedding rings. It's really uh, $100 around that, and you can get something that looks identical to a wedding ring. So it comes off as you're married, so you're not just single on a beach or whatever. So I had to invest in this $150 fake wedding ring that my wife wants to wear when we do our vacation later in the fall. That's a lot of money for an extra yeah. decoy. <laughs> you spent 150 bucks for a cubic zirconian? $10. My wife was petrified that we're going on the beach and somebody snags her wedding ring and then whatever, we, it's gone. That's not the thing. We all get that. Right. It's how you much you spent for a fake ring. Get one for 10 bucks. Yeah, $5. Right, but at the same time, the woman wants to look beautiful in it and it, she wants to remember it. It really does she resemble. She can't remember for like a week? Well, that, <laughs> I think it's fine. She'll always have it. It's $150 for a fake ring? I guess get that that seems like a lot, but it's a tiny addition to her engagement ring from Ray, and she still wants it to maybe be something. That she could have got for $30. Right. I mean, maybe. It's insane. Because you're never going to wear forever. it when she gets back. No, She's no. going to wear the real one. It so, sounds to me like she'll wear it every time they go on okay, vacation. Okay, now we're finding about something totally different. But <laughs> you're saying that there are so many ring thefts, people either need to leave it at home or get a fake ring. Correct. Go the fake ring route. That way you don't even have to worry about it. It's peace of mind, honestly. Mm-hmm. So... They're, the more you know, honestly. When we go on our honeymoon later this year and we'll go to a beach, does the person, does the woman wear her rings on the beach? That's up yeah. to her. But I, I mean, mean, is there like, do you worry about a suntan line? No. And do you worry about I mean, losing it in the water? Yeah, you sometimes can have. It depends on how well you tan or not. But and barracudas, I, too. They like shiny things. I didn't think about barracudas. Oh, yeah, man, you got to think about that. Ooh, barracuda. But do you wear yours at the beach? Uh, I mean, I guess I have, but I just get nervous about, yeah, if you've got lotion on and your hands get slippery and then you're in the ocean, what if it falls off? So just take that into consideration. You leave it in the room. I don't know. I'd maybe put it in a pocket in my beach bag with me. But the, I, I read they were grabbing beach bags on the beach and running away with them, too. Did you see that? Yes. I'm telling like people you People will run and grab beach wow. bags because they know their, their rings are in there. Oh, man. Would you be able to recognize a fake, like a fake ring? Nope. No. Like if you saw it? Not a clue. <laughs> yeah, right. I, can't, I, don't, I don't recognize anything. Right. One time, I don't know anything about cars. Mike D and I were, we were like, dang, look at that Bentley. What kind of car was it? <laughs> like a... Genesis, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they look <laughs> like... We were in love. We were like, one day, we're going to get us a Bentley. It'd be awesome. Like, that's the coolest Bentley I've ever seen. We, and we were like, hoping it not get in trouble, walk up and look in it. And we look in it, and it was like a Honda Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So I don't spot anything fake. The Friday Morning Conversation with... Shy Carter, Cole Swindell, and David Lee Murphy. Got a full house. Hey, guys. Everybody good? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let's uh, start one by one. Shy, I haven't met you yet. This is it. Good. What's up? I, I've heard a lot about you uh, from a lot of people. Keith Urban mm. loves you. Um, yeah. So, so first of all, really great to see you for the first time. Absolutely, great to meet you, sir. Uh, Cole, Cole showed up, but this is the shirt I was talking about on the yeah. show. He brought the shirt, Crook and Chase, <laughs> the Crook and Chase awesome shirt. shirt. Yeah. Where did you get this Crook and Chase shirt? eBay, man. You, so uh, you bought it? Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, an original. I, I've never seen one, and you sent a message like, "Man, I love that shirt." And I was like, "I'll just." Give you mine. Well, I wasn't uh, trying to like get it for his from him. I was like, "Hey, Cole, where did you?" get I was just that? glad somebody else appreciated it like I did because yeah. I was like, "Man, I gotta have that shirt." Well, so how it's... about I wear it and then give it back to you? We'll see. Yeah, and then we just change yeah. every time you I'll... come. We exchange the shirt back. I love that. Okay. I love that. Yeah. And then obviously one of my favorite people, David Lee Murphy. Good morning. Good to see you again. Good to see you again too. This time though, I will say you have a beard. Yeah. You're Mount Full Mountain Man here. Yeah. I, well, I cut it down. Was it, it was I was gone. I'd gone full Duck Dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got here, pressure. You guys are all doing a song together. Shy, it's your song. Yes, you, sir. You've put them on. And so tell me about this song, Beers with Friends, like how it came together, why these two knuckleheads. Like, tell me about this. 
Well, shoot, David, uh, he came out to the country where, where I got a nice little studio set up with my guy Brian Simpson. And, shoot, we just we just kicked around some ideas, man, and we just started playing that. And we were like, oh, yeah, this we like this. So we just wrote it real fast. It was fun, and we went to demo it, and uh, it was turning out real great. So, man, we got uh, we got uh, Kenny Chesney to help out on the production and Buddy Cannon, and they made it sound slamming. So we were like, man, we got to call Cole. <laughs> Get Swin Diesel on here. Is it for you, is it intimidating to ask these big stars to hop in? Because you've written massive songs, but as far as being an artist in country music, like you're building that right now. Yes, sir. Is that a tough call to make to go, hey, Cole, hey, David, like, let's go? Yeah, for sure, man. I know they got a lot going on, so I'm just super grateful and honored that they would get on the jam with me. Yeah, for me, it's always interesting to hear the songwriter perspective, and we're going to play that song in a second, Beers with Friends. But I want to ask you, Shy, because you wrote what I think was the best song of last year, the top two or three, and I, and I said it before you were even here, God Whispered Your Name. Wow, thanks like, so much, man. And I told Keith that, too. I was like, this song, it actually, probably I think that because it reminds me of, you know, my fiance. Yeah. And like, it just didn't happen for me forever. You right. know, I'm 41. Mm. I'm about to get married for the first time ever. I'd never, I'd never had even felt near that. But then I heard that song and I was like, wow, like I feel that. Like sometimes the song actually touches like your core. Absolutely. And you wrote that. So you walk into the room the day that song kind of started. Like what, what happened there? What was the genesis of that? Man, it was just another day out there in the country. It was a beautiful day. My brother was there with me. He wrote it with me, Micah, and uh, James Slater's awesome dude. And he just got he just got on the piano and just started playing those chords and singing it. And it was just it was something spiritual, you know. And this awesome dude, Chris August, he's started hitting the licks and stuff. And we just once again we just start kicking it around. It just flows. It's like it's coming from it's coming from God, man. You know, and it's just a good spiritual vibe. We all been through a lot, so. You know, when that special person comes along, man, to help you get through your life, man, it's something real nice and special. Yeah. When Keith Urban <laughs> says, hey, I want to cut that. Like, did you send it to Keith or did it get to Keith? We sent it to Keith Missy, my manager. She works with him and she's always been giving me a lot of stuff going. So Keith is a good friend and uh, we just thought it'd be great for him. And, you Do know. you play? I, you have a, a mandolin with you now. Do you play songs that you wrote that you didn't cut? Like if you go to a songwriter's night, will you play God Whispered Your Name? Yes, for sure. You do? Okay, so it's not out of place for me to go, hey, would you play me a little bit of God Whispered Your Name? Not at all. Man. All right, well, let's, let's clap our hands. Here let's we go. Oh, this is awesome. Shy Carter right. is going to give us a little verse and chorus of God Whispered Your Name. Woo! I was so cold and lost. Nothing seemed to ring true. I couldn't bear the cross for everything I've been through. And each day... I knew I needed a change, but there was no way, no way. Then God whispered your name, that's when everything changed. Love came out of the rain, talk about being saved. Suddenly I want to live more than I ever did. I'm never going to be the same. But when God whispered your name. Come on. It's yes. awesome, man. Okay. Shy Carter. That, isn't that great? I, yeah, I, I have goosebumps. That's really right. good. Yeah. It's so good. Bro. From when you wrote it to when it was put out as a single, like what's the dis- well, how long does that take? That one didn't take quite as long as some of them do. I can't even tell you. Maybe it was about a year or and, and that's short. That's what's funny. Like oh, yeah. that's short. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Shy Carter's here. Cole Swindell. David Lee Murphy. I do want to play this song that you're in for first. Are we guys, can we cool to spin that before we come Absolutely. back, everybody? Yes. yes. All right. Sir. So, Beers with Friends. It's Shy Carter, Cole Swindell, David Lee Murphy. And so, the is, is there like a big party music video or a beer video coming out where you guys are Jake? Because I can just see it now. Absolutely. Yeah, it's coming, man. It's just... Like Big Cole said, three minutes of a straight party, baby. The Friday Morning Conversation with... Shy Carter, Cole Swindell, and David Lee Murphy. Shy, you killed that that song, that performance you did a minute ago. It's just amazing. It's, I'm so happy you're here. Thank you so Good much. Good to finally man. meet you. Yes, sir. Cole Swindell, let me ask you a couple questions, buddy. What's up, man? Well, first of all, how, how the heck are you? I'm good. It's, you know, starting to have some shows coming back, and it's just good to be back on the road and doing what, what we love, man. Your first show back, your first real show. Walk me through what's happening inside your head and your heart. Man, uh, Panama City Beach, um, big festival, ton of people out there. And I don't know, just the, to be honest, I mean, the anxiety. I mean, that's a lot of lyrics and, and everything. <laughs> I haven't done, I mean, I haven't done that in a while. And it's, that's been the longest I've had a break from being on stage. And it was, I don't know, I would. I was excited just to get back to doing it, but once we got up there and I got through the first song, it was just like, you know, like I'd been there before. And it's like I said, it's it's just good to see people back in the crowd. I mean, all the Zoom and and virtual stuff was amazing to keep us all in touch, but to man, just the human interaction, that's the energy. Uh I think we've missed that a lot. So it was uh it was good to be back up there. What song of yours were you like, oh, that's it? They're singing it back, like you're feeling it. What was that first song that you did where you're like, this is what I was missing? God, I probably ain't worth the whiskey. That's just uh, that's one of my favorite moments of every show, and just to see that many people out there, it was like, I mean, it looked like a different year. I couldn't believe it was 2021, just because of all everybody's been through. But um, yeah, that was the one that that uh, I was like, man, we're we're back. So we're gonna play single Saturday night in just a minute, but. That thing came out in May of 2020, and I was saying this on the show, because it's now, it's like researching like crazy, it's testing, it's a monster hit, and I was like, I don't know what Cole Swindell's got to do. It's taken a, over a year. This song is a monster. Why? And I, I was getting irritated for you, which I find myself doing a lot of times. Yeah, you've had my back from day one, man, and I, I, it means more than you know, but that, yeah, it's a... So it's, it's congratulations just, first. Congratulations. Here we are. It's about to be a number one yeah. song. I love it. Can't get enough of it. But geez, man, I was 11 when this thing started. <laughs> I figured I might be married by the time it, it's yeah. here, but I'm, I'm still. No, I'm still like Bobby. It took so long. I thought when Bobby was telling me it was where it was. Just now, yeah. I I thought. I mean, if if you would ask me, I would have said it already was number yeah, one yeah. a long time ago. So, yeah, it's yeah. a weird. It's it's a it's a weird thing. You all you have the number ones, but there's like a small group of people. I, how do we how do we convince them? How do we smack them in the head? I don't know, man. I know uh, who they are. Let me list them. Yeah, I, made a list of I got guys. you. Yeah, you <laughs> can. You you've got mm-hmm. a little more pull than me on that. Here's the only other thing I'll say, and then I'm gonna have it, I'm gonna have you play a new song if that's okay. okay. Yeah. Um, this is how I because I feel like a friend. Like I always, I'm like, you guys got to do Cole right. And here's when I get irritated for you, and I know you're gonna be like, no, nah, it's okay, it's okay. Here's why I get irritated for you. People have to stop asking you the question about selling merch for Luke. That question's got to end at some point in your life. <laughs> if I were you, I'd pull my – every time somebody asked me that question, I would rip my hair out. Yeah, I, I asked it five years ago. 
I know. Yeah, it's. I mean, I just think that kind of throws people off. I mean, that's not why I moved to Nashville, you know. But it obviously was a huge opportunity. Don't even answer it. Don't even talk about I'm it. Not. I'm, no, I, actually, <laughs> I didn't even do that. I don't yeah, no, no, I didn't want to hear you talk about it. I'm just telling you. And every time it's like, hey, so you used to sell merch for Luke Bryan. I just want to rip my hair out for you. So, yeah. So this is my notice to it. everybody else. Stop asking that question. Thank you. Can I say that for you? Please. Yes. Stop Replay asking it. that question yes. to Cole Swindell. Thank okay. You. Thank you. Will you play something new for us? Yeah, we'll do something brand new. Never played this live. Uh, me and Joel went over it a few times this morning. So we'll. Uh, what is it? Coming off. It's a song called Some Habits that I just love. I feel like it's me and other, minus the love part. But uh, yeah, it's, it's just a song that. I don't know. I, it's I, me I, minus what? the love what does part. That mean? Okay. <laughs> You're about to hear it. <laughs> okay. All right, here he is Cole Swindell. Yeah, I'm rough around the edges on the surface. I ain't perfect, still need a little smoothing out. It's hard to shift gears after years of going one way and one day turning around. But like water tanks, barns, and rusted junk cars get saved by a coat of paint. Take somebody like you to make a sinner like me want to try to be a little more saint. Cause good bourbon is hard to put down That high road is hard to stay on That good book gets hard to pick up That old me it's hard to turn off Girl, I've been trying like hell might be Getting ahead of myself But the longer I love you The more I know some habits ain't Meant to be broke Oh no, no Yeah, some habits ain't meant to be broke Like loving you, like loving you Come on, it's him minus the love, you heard it there That's right What are your thoughts on Well, so now I'm dissecting like, okay, so Cole is saying Like you're not, you're not, there's, you're not you don't have a habit to break right now. No, not. But, right, but yeah, that's the the loving habit. Yeah, it's just. A, you, um, mm-hmm. That's that's fine though. That's it's part of it, and I love. That's what I'm saying. I love the song, and to me, uh, yeah, it's just like single Saturday night. You know, I remember last time I was here, Bobby was like, "What are you actively doing about that to, to make sure you?" <laughs> and I was like, "Great point. It's not just going to happen." So, right. Uh, so yeah. what are, what have you been doing? quarantining that's true too it's, it's, yeah, a, so. it's a hard time right now <laughs> give the guy a break i think our, you know? that's no longer an excuse he brings me a shirt from instagram that's just a great day <laughs> leave him yeah, alone good. you <laughs> need to find the yeah crook to your chase. chase yeah there we go what size shirt do you wear if you wear a t-shirt cole do you wear a medium or a large it just depends on the. Shirt. I can say we could do because you're gonna have to get that tailored. We could do that a full probably... jersey swap okay and you could have my garth brooks old school shirt i'd give it to that's you that's pretty awesome it is like, mm-hmm. I would jersey swap you right now. Oh, oh, man, now I'm not. I used to swap with you, and now you're going to go with Cole? We got, We don't have to do it today. <laughs> okay. It's fine. <laughs> Amy just run a moment. Yeah, <laughs> y'all really must be different sizes then. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes Bobbies are like a small movie. Well, sometimes when I rate real thin, <laughs> it just depends. Yeah. Uh, David Lee Murphy, we're back over to you, Ooh. buddy. All right. Good to see you again. Good I to always, see you. you know, wherever we are. If it's in a parking lot or a side stage of a show here on the studio, you know I love you, right? I love you too. And have. I, as a kid, when I didn't know you, and as an adult more so now that I do. And that's rare. Thank you. Because I think 
and I think Shine Cole, you guys will agree. We grow up, and you know, we're I graduated high school in the late '90s, and you know, grew up listening to your music. And sometimes it doesn't turn out like you hoped when you get to be and you get to meet people. It, but rarely does it happen where the person's actually cooler, <laughs> and that's you. You're uh, cooler than I could have ever hoped. Yes. Thank you. Um, so. What's what? What have you been doing the last few months? Except growing a beard and growing, you, you know, keeping your hair uh, like actually, curious. I'm cutting, trying to. Well, I haven't had cut my hair. I've cut my beard, but I've been writing songs and, um, you know, Shy and I are riding today. Actually. You are. You guys yeah. head out today. Yes, sir. You know, ride one called Idiot DJ. Right? You just we're inspired by something. Yeah. We don't really know. Me minus the love part. Of yes. <laughs> um, you, you mind playing a little something for us? Yeah. And now, when I'm thinking about your music, and I know everybody goes to Dust in a Bottle, and that's fine. I love that song. But you know the song that changed it for me was the one that you and Kenny put out. Like, how long? Has that been two, three years ago? Yeah, 2018. Is it 20? Yeah. I mean. Wow. How, how many years was that? <laughs> that was like the most positive. <laughs> that was like one of the most positive songs yep. that we had on this format that people actually like felt and sang along to. Thanks. And if you don't mind, would you play us a little bit of that? Yeah. All right, here we go. Everything's going to be all right. She readily asked my plastic cup. I said, yes, ma'am, fill her up. Tell me something good that I don't know. Because this world's been kicking my behind. Life ain't been a friend of mine. And lately I've been feeling kind of low. And she looked back over her shoulder And pointed at the sign hanging up on the wall That said, everything's gonna be alright Everything's gonna be alright And nobody's gotta worry about nothing Don't go hitting that panic button It ain't near as bad as you think Everything's gonna be alright, alright, alright. David Lee Murphy, come yeah. on. Yes. Hey, so just a quick monetary question about Dust on the Bottle, because you wrote that by yourself. Are you? Do you still make money from that song? We don't really make that much money on streaming. Nothing. You ain't making anything from it. Not a lot. Who do I need to lobby? Your congressman. Yeah, I'm done. I'm out. But still, thank you. <laughs> uh, hey, listen, Shy, it's, it's great to, that you came in and, and you brought a whole team with you here. It's yeah. cool that, that they respect you enough to hop on a song with you, wake their butts up in the morning, and come up on this radio show. Yeah. Like, that says a lot about you as a person. Right, thank so, you, thank you know, you. the, the people you surround yourself with, you know, says a lot about who you are. I love the song, Beers of My Friends. Great song. Thank you. Love your work. Shy wrote uh, for Charlie Puth. He wrote... Um, uh, one no, uh, one call one away. Call away. It was all. Only one call yeah. away. I didn't know that. I'll be there to save the day. Cause Superman's got nothing on me. Do it. I'm only one call away. Here we go. I, that, I had no idea. That's awesome. My kids love that song. Yeah, that's so great. All right, you guys I mean, check out Beers With My too. Friends. Go follow Shy at Shy Carter Official, at David Lee Murphy, at Cole Swindell. Love you all. I wish we could do this for an hour, uh, but I got to eat. But So I'm going <laughs> to let you guys go. Thanks but for having us. There they are. Uh, Cole, David Lee, Murphy, Shy Carter. Clap your hands for our friends yeah, here. Yeah. Play it today. Good to see you guys. Come on.
It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A couple of young girls in Colorado set up a lemonade stand to raise money for the grieving family of a fallen officer in their community. Officer Gordon Beasley, a 19-year veteran of the Arvada Police Department, was killed in the line of duty, leaving behind a wife and two kids. And nine-year-old Scarlett Roost wanted to do something to help him. She got her best friend, 10-year-old Allison Elliott. They got together. The girls worked on their stand over three days. They sold as much lemonade as they could. Their efforts paid off. They raised over $1,800 from the lemonade stand for the Beasley family. Obviously, the whole town was moved by it. They started, it snowballed into even more money, and this family was able to, you know, have some money to get them through the next few years. Love that. But just, I mean, it's a kid. It's a 9- and a 10-year-old kid who saw what had happened. And even something as small as a lemonade stand, it because it ended up being about way more than just the lemonade they were selling, obviously. And so, and then you, you got to shout out the town for helping out as well. So I want to shout them out. Addison Elliott, Scarlet Roost, you guys did an awesome thing. I don't know if you're listening to my voice right now in Colorado, but if you are, you are amazing, and that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. On with us is Brad in Colorado. Brad, thank you for calling. What's going on, buddy? What's up, Mr. Bobby Bones? Man, just, just Morning, hanging out. Morning. 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 So, I need some help. Uh, so, next month, I'll be in the Army for almost 23 years. And everywhere I go, I, I have to bring Garth Brook music with me on my laptop because it's not on iTunes. And you want so, me to help you get Garth Brooks music on iTunes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's tough. Okay. I don't know if that's... I like to help people. I don't know if that's one I can help you with. I mean... Garth is on Amazon, and he has an exclusive deal with them, so that would be the only place that you would get Garth Brooks' digital music. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so. I mean, is there a reason he won't put it on iTunes, or is it just because the Amazon deal? Well, he forever didn't allow streaming or, or digital to have his music, so it's not just an Amazon thing. I think Amazon's the one that kind of said, hey, what? Let's, let's partner and get, get it on. Um, so, yeah, Garth's never been a guy to make his music available digitally. Yeah. Personal preference, my friend. I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I can ask Garth the next time he comes in why he felt like that was the move for him. I support him. I support it. What do I know? Yeah, I mean, his life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now we're on the same page. But thank nope. you for serving. All right. Yeah, yeah hey, I appreciate that call. Yeah, thanks. All right, Brad. Let's go over to Vinny in Florida. Vinny, what's happening? Hey, Bobby. Good morning, studio. Morning. Okay, I got two things. Uh, the look in your eyes when you went face-to-face with the possum. And the second one, did you find out what popped in your hip when you was climbing the tree? That's uh, from two episodes of Breaking Bobby Bones. Uh, the, po- the possum thing was wild to me because I was crawling under the house looking for something, and then I turned a corner, and there was a possum right in my <laughs> face. That was wild. I'm not scared of possums, but I am when I get that close to one. Uh, and then no, with my hip, I came back and had it worked on, did physical therapy on it. Took a couple to a few weeks, and it was better. I just think my legs were not used to that motion, climbing that tree over and over again. But I was kind of embarrassed they had to pull me down, you know? Yeah. yeah. It, it was a good episode. That one and the one with the possum. It, the one with the possum was the greatest. Oh, 
The not, look in your eyes. Not for me. Uh, <laughs> thank you for that. Our final episodes are this Sunday. Got two. Mike D said the one on this Sunday is the only one he's ever feared for my life. There's one in Montana. So 10, 9 central. Hey, hey, thanks for that call. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Hey, I want to bring up something. A couple days ago, we were talking about the CMAs, and we were talking about Morgan Wallen, and he's not allowed to win certain awards, and should he win other awards? And I guess I didn't talk about it yesterday, because, but now, like on Twitter, I got both sides coming at me, which is often what happens, right, whenever I talk about this. Are you seeing any of it? I haven't. No, you I haven't. No, you do not get on Twitter at all. I haven't been on Twitter in a while. Sometimes I go over there and spend some time, but I haven't lately. Well, so in that, if you were just reading it, I'm talking about the Morgan Wallen situation, which is very difficult for anyone to talk about it. But I feel like I should talk about it. Like, I think it's my job to talk about certain things that are uncomfortable. And when Morgan got in trouble, I said, hey, man, you got to go away for a while and you got to better yourself. You, you have to go figure it out because right now it's not figured out. And I got a lot of hate from from we'll call it the Morgan Wallen fans for saying, hey, you need to take a break because what you did and what you said was wrong. And he apologized. He came back. And then where it flipped on me a couple days ago, I said, hey, let's let's move on with Morgan and let's move on and see what he can show us now and what he can advocate for now that he has been through that. But what's happening is people are putting up in click headlines. Bobby Bone says, move on. That's not what happened. That's not what happened at all. I do think everyone gets the right to move on once they've messed up and they come back and now they can prove to us that they have learned from their mistake and they can move on and actually make sure others don't make the same mistake. I've had to move on a couple of times. And moving on doesn't mean skip over it. It doesn't mean taking a rock and through the lake. It actually means I'm going to move on and, and while given that opportunity to move on, I'm going to show you what I've learned and the skills I now have to make myself better and others. And so I would just see people because they, they printed it out and it's up as like a, a, a meme where you're not actually hearing it in context or it's a, it's a headline. And so that's just not what I'm about. This show is about being inclusive, my life, my work. And I read that. I actually called a friend of mine who was a writer last night and I was like, hey, what's, what's happening here? Like how come one of the biggest teammates of tr- trying to be inclusive in all of music, how come one of the biggest teammates is getting beat up? And he was like, you know, it's the move on part. And I was like, well, let me go on the air and see how it was misconstrued and explain what I meant by it. Because I do think, and I do hope we can move on. I do, honest to God. I don't back down from that. Because I think with moving on, you actually can move to a better place. Now, if you move backward, then you got to move out. That's a whole different thing. So that situation happened. And I wasn't going to talk about it yesterday because I thought, I don't want to bring up something super sensitive that everyone's going to fight me over from both sides because that's what happens. I feel like I'm always the guy where both, t- both sides are like, well, you're not jumping on our side completely. But, but I feel like I come in this morning and that's what I wanted to say. It's like, I do believe it. I do believe we can. Now you can have your opinion if he should win a CMA or not. And I get to have my opinion. He's been penalized. He can't win uh, awards like Entertainer of the Year. He can't win. And some people believe he should have won any award. I don't believe that that. My heart says I think he has returned is better. I know, he, I know some stuff that he's, been, that he's done. I know some stuff that he's doing coming up. That it's not my story to tell. And I haven't spoken to Morgan one time. But I'm not going to be lumped in 
with, oh, he said to move on. He's your typical white person. I'm not. I'm not going to be lumped in with that group. Well, I we were here for the whole conversation, so I feel like it was very clear to me that you weren't implying, oh, let's just move on and get over this. He, it's like it's time to forget about it. Like you were insin, you were clearly saying, look. If he's done the work and now he can come back from this, we can move on and hopefully we'll go in the right direction. And he's grown. He can help others grow and learn. I thought that was very clear. It wasn't because a lot of times it's put in print. It's almost why I never do print interviews. Only occasionally. But where I really looked dopey is when I said, and I was joking and I was like, let's all hold hands as a country music community. That was me joking. Oh, that got put Yes. The whole thing did. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> you almost like have to, if someone's going to print what you're saying here, they need to trans, like have a transcript of the whole segment. And right? they didn't even do the whole segment, right? It was just a back part of it. Mm-hmm. So I think anybody know that knows me, but people don't know me. They don't care. They just see a link. And I yeah. do the same thing sometimes. I'll see a link and be like, oh, I'm so happy. Oh, I'm so sad. But that part to me just kind of just shook me where I, where I called Hunter Kelly last night at Midnight, I'd been, we'd been at dinner, and I was like, "Hey, what's happening here? What's happening?" I don't, what, like, there's an ally that's being attacked by the allies, and we talked for a while, and it was great. And I just kind of needed somebody to lean into and be like, "What? Why am I? What's what's the deal here?" So, that's the situation, and this will never make the the the, the memes. This conversation will never make the memes. <laughs> right? The clarity never makes the memes. But they will. They that the good luck to the CMAs and the board. I still feel musically the same. I still feel and hope we can move on. But no one says move on and just skip over it and not remember it and not work from it. Right. But again, I feel like you were very clear on it that. Did, I, apparently, I wasn't clear enough. Because I don't think any of us in this room would want that. Like, if that was what you were saying, one of us would have said something to you. <laughs> right? I would have we punched myself in the nads. We I'd have walked out of the room and went, Doom. Yeah. I mean, I've just worked too hard at what I do for that to be something that sticks to me because I am the opposite of that. And not just artists of color, female artists. Artists, it, I felt like I never belonged, so I try to make sure everybody gets a shot to belong. All right, let's do it. It is time for E. Easy trivia. Which, by the way, if Amy or Eddie win, they're the champion. Oh, yeah. really? They win the tiara. Woo! Uh-oh. It, it was the first person to five. Amy, four, Eddie, four, Lunchbox, three, Morgan, number two, three. Ooh. Man, okay. All these are really easy questions, okay? Easy trivia. Question number one. And we'll go around the room. Nobody loses the first round. Who is Tiger King, Amy? What? Who is Tiger King? Joe Exotic. That is correct. Yes. Oh, okay. I started. That's a Welcome our co-host Amy to the show. <laughs> I mean. Amy, say a little something about yourself to all anyone that's new listening to the show. Oh, hi. Anyone that's new listening. I'm 40 years old, a mom of two. I adopted two kids from Haiti and they literally are my, like everything. Now I fish, like it's been three years. So I love being their mom and I think that they love me back. 
She thinks. <laughs> We're working on that. It takes time. Oh, They're older. <laughs> All right, question lunchbox for you. Who is Miley Cyrus's dad? Billy Ray Cyrus. That's correct. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Lunchbox, say a little something about yourself. Oh, uh, guys, I graduated top 50% of my high school class. I was also named prom king, and I still hold on to it that I was not voted most likely to be famous. That went to McCad Brooks. Drives me nuts. All right, there he is, Lunchbox. Eddie, over to you. Which film star filed for... Sorry, not film. Which star filed for divorce from Kanye West in 2021? Oh, that's Kim Kardashian. That's cl- clap your hands for Eddie, yeah! everybody. Eddie, tell our listeners something about you. 42 so. years old. I am the elder of the show as the oldest, and I am a dad of four to my biological kids, and I'm fostering two boys right now as well. And finally, the youngest on the show, Morgan number two. Which superstar sang at the 2021 Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Tony, I think back really The like- last Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Who did the halftime show? That would be. Oh, no. It's not Tuesday. Come or Wednesday. on, Morgan. I mean, yeah, I'm just fried over I here. You miss. <laughs> it's the weekend, but nobody goes home. Oh, unfortunately. oh, oh they don't. Lucky. No. Okay. That's always been the rule. I nobody. forget. Uh, Morgan, say something about yourself. <laughs> I'm 27 years old. I am the youngest on the show from Kansas. For years, we've heard about my single dating life, and now I have a secret boyfriend. A secret boyfriend. A secret yes, boyfriend. That's right. That's right. I, I feel like Who, I've gone way, home the same round. By the way, I, people are wondering if Morgan's secret boyfriend won a UFC fight this past weekend. Oh. Like, was he one of those guys? Because she said he's a fighter. We'll just leave it there. You guys <laughs> wow, sleuth that out. Huh. All right, here we go. If you miss it now, it's over. We're playing for the championship. Easy trivia. Amy, who is the founder of Amazon? Jeff Bezos. Correct. Some people say Bezos. Lunchbox, what's a person who studies the weather called? Uh, meteorologist. Correct. Nice job. Let's say a weatherman. Oh. Eddie, what country was Celine Dion born? Canada. Correct. <sighs> and Morgan, the final question. Who is on the $5 bill? <laughs> she doesn't use cash, man. She, they, they're all very I, I Is that a hard, is that a hard question? That's a hard question. It's, something. it's a $5 bill. Yeah, but... Venmo, I don't bro. think anybody knows yeah. that. <laughs> oh, my. Well, I don't had, think she's seen that. I mean, I've had $1 bills and $10 bills and 20 It's not often I have a 5 Wow. Who's on the one? George Washington. Who's on the 20? I I don't even know. Who's on the five? That's the question. <sighs> Maybe Abraham Lincoln. No, that doesn't look familiar in my head. Maybe. Oh, man. I do not. There is Morgan, number 20 to answer. Abraham Lincoln. Correct. What? Good job. Wow. Nice. Good job, M2. She's I have in. no idea. Next round. Man. In a website browser address bar, what does WWW stand for? World Wide Web. Correct. <laughs> Lunchbox Easy Trivia. What city is the Eiffel Tower located in? That's in Paris, France. That is correct. Yeah. Eddie, what city does Wimbledon take place? Wimbledon. That would be in England, so I'll take London. Correct. <laughs> wow. Where... Which, Morgan, is the largest rainforest in the world? <laughs> You're killing me over here. What's the biggest rainforest in the world? <laughs> you do not want to know what just popped in my head. I'm thinking of Rainforest Cafe. Nice, the what? restaurant. <laughs> rainforest Cafe. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> me neither. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> largest rainforest. <laughs> South America. It has a name. It's like the likely the only one you know. It's like the only one you know. No. I guess maybe she knows none. (laughs) (laughs) Which is the largest rainforest in the world? 
Come on, Morgan. Five seconds. Come on, Morgan. You got this. South America. Let no, no. Africa. Oh. The, I, the question's her. not what country. <laughs> oh, wait. What, what is the biggest? Wh- which is the largest rainforest in the world? The rainforest is named something. Oh, oh, um, nope. I, it's not in my head. Nothing? It's gone. No, there's literally nothing in my head. Okay, the answer is the Amazon. Yep, Amazon. that was there. Nope, yeah, it was gone. Oh, man. Well, guys. You've been boned. I deserve that today. Morgan, that's over. Yeah, I know. So Lunchbox, it's only up to you to keep the championship. I know. Yeah, I understand. I understand. I got that. Amy, mm-hmm. these birds are excellent parents, and they can find their way back to the nest from 1,300 miles away. What are they? I gave you a bird question right in, right in your wheelhouse. You but love birds. I know I love birds, but I haven't come across this. And in- these birds are excellent parents that can find their way back to their nest from 1,300 miles away. What's what's the bird? Uh, excellent parents. They're all good parents. They can find a nest. They must be able to fly. Like they must have big wings. I don't know. I mean, I'm just gonna have to guess an eagle. She says eagle. You've been boom. Yeah, I have no idea. It's I a can't. Pigeon. A oh, freaking really? pigeon? Wow, they can fly that far? Dang, I had no idea. I didn't think they left. <laughs> I thought they were just annoying. The, birds I see that... the same pigeons in my feet all the time. They're not going far away. Mm-hmm. Hey, Lunchbox, what actor ah! starred as Freddie Mercury in the movie Bohemian Rhapsody? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Malik. <laughs> Is that his name, Malik? And you can't go with just the last name, obviously, on names. Uh, uh, Malik, that's the only thing that's popping in my head. Remy Malik, that's his name. That's his name. Remy Malik is his name. Oh, that is correct. Wow! Yeah! Oh! Oh! Never amazing. seen it, but man, I don't know why that popped in Good my job. head. Good job. Whoa! Eddie, come on. No. What famous, steamy, sexually explicit book Whoa. was turned into a movie? What's that called? Fifty Shades of Grey. Excuse me, your microphone went out, I think. Fifty Shades of Grey. That is correct. Yeah! Wow, we're one to one. Eddie's in for the championship. Lunchbox is battling to keep it alive. Lunchbox, a pride is what group of animal? Come on, lunch. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. Lions. Correct. Yeah. That came to me right there. Eddie, what's the lowest army rank of a U.S. soldier? Hmm? <laughs> okay, I'm thinking of these movies I've watched, and I've said, "Is that private? 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 Give me private." That is correct. Uh, that's a good one. Wow, private Ryan. Even private Ryan. <sighs> Lunchbox. What sport involves tucks and pikes? Ah, oh, that's uh, diving. What? Correct. Yeah. Wow. How do you know that? Guys, you watch Greg Luganis hit his head on the diving board. Come on, guys. You don't watch the Olympics every year. Come on, Dang. Eddie. What's the largest country by size in the world? Largest country by size, oh. biggest land country in the world. The biggest country is China, and that is incorrect. Whoa! Hold on, yeah! hold on. What? Oh, you've been boom. Lunchbox comes through. Ah! Wow, 
Let us tell me a tough question too, Lunchbox. Everybody hands go up. And they stay there. And they stay there. And they stay there. There it is. All right, all right. Woo! Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Houston, Texas. One month ago, two guys got in an argument. I'm faster than you. No, I'm faster than you. Fine, we'll have a foot race. So they raced, and one guy won, but it was a close call. Another guy's been mad for a month, saw him outside the barber shop, open fire. Oh, wow. Oh. Here's what I'll say to that. Like, <laughs> we had a foot race outside of our house once oh. when I was living in Austin Oh, was- in the cul-de-sac, and it was brutal. It was bad. It was bad. It was bad. The guy that lost held on to it for months and wanted a rematch. Yeah. And I, so I get it. I did not open fire. Like, that should never happen. But if you're getting to the point of foot racing each other, you got some bad beef. <laughs> what exactly does that mean? Like, no shoes? It's no, just no, a no, race. no, no, no. It's just a foot race. race. You race on foot. Oh. Yeah, right, a running race. Okay. What do you think? You're, is this Tarzan? Listen, <laughs> I don't know. I, y'all are talking a about foot it race so is casually. racing on feet okay. instead of a car. Like, I okay. challenge you to a duel. Right. But I challenge you, Eddie. Let's see who can run the fastest because yeah, yeah. that will prove the superiority. I hate oh. you so much. We're okay. going to race. <laughs> got it. Do <laughs> you remember who raced? Yes. Who? Ahmad and Eric. Yeah. My old roommate. And they raced running down the they, road. And it was like a thing. Like, they were arguing, and then they settled they ne- it on they, foot. I don't know. Heck, they still talk about it. Yes. Who, who won, Ahmad? No, Eric. Oh, my. But Ahmad, Ahmad slipped out of Ahmad the gate. Ahmad slipped because it was wet. Oh. But he lost. And, went, and Ahmad, it ate him up. For <laughs> I mean, if you bring it up to him now, he's still mad about okay. it. Okay. Like, I was like, go, and he went down. <laughs> but like, and it was a, what Ahmad should have done has just been like, I slept. Time to start over. But he didn't. And what Eric does, kept running. And then Eric finished. I'm like, I won. No, I'm not racing again. <laughs> That's a smart thing to do. He's like, I won. I don't need to race again. Yeah. I don't need to. Ra- and Ahmad, I mean, it, it burns him to this day. <laughs> so, but no gunfire. Right. Hey, yeah. shout out to our friends. Shout yeah. out. <laughs> All right, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. <laughs> the year was 1990. Let's do it. Flashback Friday. Flashback Friday. I was 10 years old. What was that, fourth grade? I was rocking fourth grade. Except not really. In fourth grade, I... I didn't like New Kids on the Block, but what I did was I bought a bunch of New Kids on the Block buttons because there, there was a girl in my class that I liked and wanted to give them to. Well, one of my one of the guys that sit next to me, a guy in the desk, saw that I had a bunch of New Kids on the Block buttons and thought they were for me and told everybody I was a huge New Kids on the Block fan. Oh. And they made fun of me forever. Oh, so that's a bad thing? Yeah. And you know who else made fun of me? The girl that I bought them for because I oh, never no. gave them to her. And she was like, oh, you're a guy. You like New Kids on the Block. Hmm. She didn't know they were for her. I didn't know it was just a girl thing. I was allowed to like we them. We didn't like them. Oh. We weren't allowed to, even though they had good songs. The occasional guy that was strong would be like, I hate them, but I mean, they got songs that are okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> strong. But I, I got her some buttons, and I was going to make my move, and then, nope. Foiled. The plan mm. was foiled. Joey, Jordan. Uh-huh. Jonathan. Jonathan. Donnie. Donnie. Yeah. Y'all had, like, all the action figures. You know them all. No. Yes. <laughs> You love them. I wish I could have been an action figure. <laughs> I did the dances. Uh, okay, that's 1990 for me and my heart. The biggest country song at this time that year, Randy Travis, Hard Rock Bottom of Your Heart. And I feel like a stone you have picked up and thrown To the hard rock bottom of your heart Well, that's a jam that I forgot about. Me too. When they started playing it, I was like, this is not one that I normally put up there in my favorite Randy Travis songs, but it's good, huh? Yeah. yeah. The biggest pop song. Someday somebody's gonna make you wanna turn around and say goodbye. Wilson Phillips, hold on. Until that baby 
Are you gonna let a multi-turn make you cry? Don't the biggest you know? thing of pop culture is Ghost with Demi Moore, Patrick Swayze, and Whoopi Goldberg. This song was made kind of re-popular. Oh, yeah. The clay scene. You don't have to do it with your hands, Eddie. Yeah, we knew it. Making Eddie's a trying to do sexy hands right now. <laughs> it only cost $22 million to make, but earned half a billion dollars. Wow. It was the highest grossing movie of 1990. The album was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Score. But this isn't original from the movie. No. Okay. No, this is back from like the 60s. I was about to say, I've been living my life a lie. <laughs> That's 1990. Hope everybody has a great weekend. We got some uh, family in town, some Caitlin's families in town. So we went to dinner last night, and it was pretty late. Anytime you go to dinner with more than four people, it turns into uh, more of a discussion, uh, a gathering. Yeah, it's not about eating at that point. And it takes longer to eat and to order, and I like to go in. I know what I want all the way through when we get there. If I want an appetizer, which I don't normally do, here's what I want to eat. Here's my meal. Here's, and I'd like to check as soon as you deliver the food because I want to go in, eat, get out. It's the opposite. But even when you've got people in town visiting? They, they, and They don't subscribe to my theory. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> no. Because who knew it's used as a, it's kind of a, a social event? Yeah, yeah we all knew. Oh, wait, you yeah. all did? Yeah, everyone oh, of us I'm, nur- I'm just nourishing myself. <laughs> in and out, in and out. Um, you, Amy, anything you want to share? Yeah, I have a friend in town too, so I don't know. Oh, and my in-laws are here as well, so... Kind of same. Yeah. That's the deal. Have a great one. We'll see you soon. Bye, guys. The Bobby Bone Show.